Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. Right there when you need her. Good morning. How is the Pacific Northwest? Good morning, Benny. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. The shop. Uh, yeah, the it's shop. actually a place down in uh, Soto area. It's uh, it's a garage where you can actually uh, put your car and uh, spend money to work on it and also spend money to leave it there. And they have like a really cool restaurant there as well. Very chic uh, place to go. Bougie, you check bougie. it out. Yeah. Bougie, bougie. Nice. So, someday I'll have a car there too. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Well, welcome everybody. Benny, you were going to say something. What? No, just no, no, you're, it's your Love show. It. All right. I'll check it out when I come back. Well, welcome everybody. Live, live, live radio. Sulan Quist here with the Gratitude Cafe. We are also live on YouTube. And if you want to, you can find us on YouTube. Just go to YouTube, 1150 AM. Please don't do that while you're driving. Disclaimer, not safe. Be safe. We want you safe. <laughs> Oh, God, I've got so much going on, and I want to tell all of you, and I can't yet, so I'm going to tease you. Guess what, guys? I got a lot going on (laughs) behind the scenes. (laughs) We've got a great guest today. I'm super excited. You know, I, within the transformational world, within the personal development world, and I'm not going to stereotype, but I am going to have that conversation that typically it's more of a feminine kind of environment or world, or um, it has been driven more on the feminine side as females. I love bringing on a man and having the discussion from their point of view we all have our own personal development, we all have our own traumas, our own initiations, I like to call them, our own opportunities to walk our own life and and figure out what that even looks like. It could be traumas, it could be anything, you know, make it up for your own adjective to describe, right? Um, This gentleman is also, he spent, I'm going to say your life with songs and writing and award-winning and actually, Benny has pulled up a couple of those songs. So make sure that you guys pay attention to uh, the songs going in and out of the commercials and as we leave as well. I am super excited. And before I do that, I want to remind all of you, of course, this is you know new perspective, new thoughts, new ideas. It's a new you. You hear what resonates with you. And if there's a little tick in there, it's like that squeaky wheel kind of thing or that thorn in your foot. I, I hate that analogy because that, well, sometimes it can be painful. Those, those transformations can be painful, right? Yeah. Yes. And Elliot's like nodding his head. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So it's all perspective, right? So reminding all of you, if you want a copy of the show, please go to suelunquist.com forward slash newsletter. I send out uh, myself and my team. We send that out once a week and you'll get a copy of the show. Of course, go to all the social medias and you'll find us there. We're going to talk to Elliot, um, but I want to remind all of you about the program on my website as well. It's the C2C, Craziness to Clarity. 
It's shedding all your old beliefs. It's the self-sabotaging behaviors. And for me, as I walked my talk, as I, you know, worked through my stuff to try and figure it all out, I really wanted easy in the moment, self-regulating tools that I could do right away. And that's what I created in the C2C program. So if that feels right to you, just go to suelundquist.com forward slash C, the number two and the letter C, and check it out for yourself. We've got some more fun buzzing things, like I alluded to at the top of the hour about some things that are happening. And I can't share it with you, but I'm totally going to tease you. All right. We are off to the races. I feel like I'm saying off to the races, Elliot Popkin, author of Circle. Now this, I love this. I love this. Letters to my younger self. Did you guys hear that? This is incredible. Okay, so today's guest, Elliot Popkin, is a multifaceted author behind Circle, Letters to My Younger Self, which we're going to totally dive into. Elliot is award-winning singer-songwriter who has overcome many obstacles to find success. He is a fighter who loves and enjoys the simple beauties in life, a good laugh. You're going to get lots of giggles here. Be prepared. <laughs> a good cry. That might happen too. Awesome food. I'm with you on the, all of this so far. And the setting of the sun and the rising of a new day, 3,000 miles away. I love this. Uh, welcome. Hi, Elliot. Hey, thank you for having me. Yes, a memoir to be here. of Juicy. Yeah. Right. So, yes, I can do the formal introduction, in which I did, but let's get to know you. Let's have that conversation. Get your backstory so the audience can get the flavor of you and your energy and all that. How's that sound? Yeah. Yes, indeed. Uh, pleasure to be here. I, um, I grew up in Newton, Massachusetts, which is about 20 minutes outside of Boston. And my childhood was one where um, there was a lot of challenges. Uh, my father was an addict and was physically abusive to me for most of my childhood. My mom had cancer. She passed away when I was 15. So there was just a lot of life lessons or uh, guidance, coaching, uh, affection you would hope to get um, that I didn't receive. And so I found myself really gifted in things like songwriting, et cetera. And I sabotaged a lot of opportunities and relationships early on. And then in my middle age years kind of found myself very frustrated and often those are the moments in life where we really grow because we're finally willing to face our stuff yeah face the stuff i know right the light comes on somewhere somehow yes yes talk to me about your uh, well you t you know i, I want to talk to you about your music because that's a healing property for you that's a healing modality right yes Yes. And I, 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 I want to talk about that as well. Uh, I also want to talk about circle and the title and what brought you to bring in, bring in your new baby to fruition. Yes. Show yep. us, show us. Yay. Here it is. Um, Beautiful. So I wrote the book. Um, I didn't know I was going to write a book um, in the moment that I did. Um, I was very frustrated and it was one of those moments in life, uh, depending on, on your listeners, I call God, God, but higher power or universe, whatever you want, whatever works for you. But, I call um, it Gus, God, universe, source, spirit. There you go. See? <laughs> exactly. So I, um, I, uh, it was my second or third car repossession because it takes me a while to learn these life lessons. And I'm walking home from the bus because that's what you do when your car gets repoed. Ah. And, um, 
I just had this moment and I was like, God, did I have to lose everything to focus on you? And God's like, well, did you? And I didn't know that God talks like that. I thought God's voice would be like, my son, I'm on the mountain <laughs> looking over you. And, um, but God's voice was very, um, uh, very um, relatable and easy to talk to. And I just said, I just feel like I'm going to make, I'm afraid to make money again. I'm, I think I'm just going to make another mistake with it. And that was the moment that I, I just realized I had probably developed all these patterns. I had held so much inside. I had never been honest ever about the fact that I had been abused. And uh, I wrote most of the book in about four days. Wow. Yeah. It just flowed. It completely flowed. And the book is about my life. I'm guessing cathartic as well. All of that. I think it's the most healing thing I've ever done in my whole life. Yeah. By far. Yeah. Wow. Talk to me about what the healing is for you. I, I want to inspire our audience because that's a big step. That's brave work. I mean, what we, what stepping into our authenticity and um, being transparent and vulnerable and it's big, brave work. I mean, I talked about this to the audience and when, even when I talk to friends outside or, or just colleagues and I say it's big, brave work, you see this little shudder in their, their body. They're like, ah, yeah. Yeah, I just don't want to jump in the deep end just yet, right? Yep. Yeah, I I, um, I totally yeah. agree. I Sue, I, I guess I dove in. Uh, the book is about, it's about my life. And then at the end of each chapter, I write a letter to that version of myself saying everything I would have wanted to hear at the time. And once I started doing that, I realized I had said things that I never uh, had told myself or thought of. Wow. and. And I realized even if it's many years later, um, it was really important for me to hear those things. And it, it began a, a wonderful journey for me of healing. And um, when I finished the book, I thought, well, this was really good for me to do for myself. No one's ever going to hear this. And a few close friends said, you have to let the world hear this. It's going to it's gonna help people in so many ways. And so I thought, well... All right, here we go. And um, oh. and I'm here. Congratulations. I love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. So you know what really hit me, and I and I, I feel it from the audience as well, is that not only did you write your memoir, but then you also wrote that at the at the end, wrote the letter to your yourself too. Yeah. I mean, the the full circle moment and the release. And oh, I, the the transformation and the forgiveness, all of that, all in one. I love that. We write and we journal and all that, but how about write to your younger self and the forgiveness and you don't know what you don't, just all of that. I absolutely dig that. Right on, Elliot. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Ah, and I know we talked about this. I'm excited to get my copy of the book. Somehow, somewhere, it didn't get get sent to me in the mail, and that's okay. But now I'm I'm even more excited to get my copy. So walk me through, walk me through the steps of the book and, and how that has transformed your life now and moving forward and what you, maybe what you could say to those in the same situation. Yeah, the book um, really did change my life and my perspective. I, um, and I, and I appreciate your intro. Like I do think, I think as men, it is very challenging for us to 
be honest about some of the scary things or the dark things that we're thinking or what has happened to us. And one of the things I talk about in the book is I used to do this thing called, I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh. I don't need, I don't need anyone's help. I don't need you to know that I'm vulnerable. I don't want anyone to think that I don't know how to do this. And so that was one of the main challenges I had in the music industry initially was I kept trying to do everything myself. And um, there are certain things in life I'm good at and certain things I'm not good at. And just trusting people and building relationships. I didn't realize why I was sabotaging so much of the time because of the past that I had been through. But um, just writing the book um, and then, you know, reviews are starting to come in now and just seeing how much it's really affecting people. Mm. I think it's um, I think now in my life, I'm really starting to do my life's work. Um, Describe and, what that means. What does that mean to you? Your life's work. Well, great question. I think it's still ever evolving, but I think um, it's very common for children that have been abused to feel like it was their fault. If I could just be a better kid, um, maybe these bad things wouldn't be happening to me. When we're a child, we don't know enough to know. Um, I just all I did was I blocked out the pain because in the moment it was too it was just too much. Um, oh, yeah. And so. I don't think anything that I went through is something anyone should go through at all. However, you do get to a point in life where you realize if I don't at least make peace with what happened and forgive where, where appropriate, um, it, as, as I talked about, you know, wa walking home from the bus, it literally, um, it was eating away at me. It was really controlling my life in a sense. Uh, the amount of shame, especially, I would say, not especially, but, particularly for me as a man, the amount of shame I had uh, about what happened to me was what it really ruled my life. And so um, the fact that I began this process of just unraveling all of that and starting this, um, I feel like the book, um, it was the beginning of me finding out what freedom feels like. Ah, what freedom feels like. Audience, take that in. And Elliot, you too. And, and I know that. I know that feeling intimately. You know, that just that freedom of shame, that free or from freedom from yes. shame, freedom from fear, freedom, all of that. And and to the audience, I can hear them going, what's that feel like? You know, <laughs> they're like, uh, that's my norm. I don't know what I don't know what that contrast feels like, right? Mm. Well, I didn't know. Um I didn't know that I didn't know, you know, I think yeah. often in life we go through life and, you know, we live in such a fast paced world today. And I think um, I do a lot of coaching of businesses too. And I think when I talk about it with my business clients, I, I do refer to it, uh, this concept of being best friends with mediocrity. Like I didn't know that I wasn't living the life fulfilled that I always dreamed of. I mean, I knew I wanted uh, certain goals in the music industry and I wanted to hit certain tiers professionally. And then um, at one point I had a lot of things on paper. I, all the boxes were checked. You know, I was successful. I had properties and I, I, I thought I had good people in my life. And, and um, it was when I lost all of that and, uh, you know, walking home from the bus on public, uh, public assistance, sleeping on friends' couches. At one point I slept in my car. Credit score just went Um all of that was gone. And then that's when I, I, I realized I finally just started focusing on God and focusing on the inner work. 
And if I can add, so that's when one of the things that was really helpful for me, um, because I think because we're in such a fast paced world, we can kind of be impatient with our self growth and that will sabotage our opportunity to grow. So if what I thought of, because uh, a lot of musicians are mathematical in mind. So if I thought of, you know, if every day as a kid, ideally we want to know, we want to hear our parents say, I love you, I'm proud of you, or maybe a physical demonstration of affection with a hug or a kiss on the forehead. If we were hoped to get like 10 positive affirmations a day for 15 years of childhood, and that's over, you know, 20,000 times of someone really demonstrating to us how much they care and appreciate us. If I didn't receive that, uh, the first time my father said he loved me, I was 27 years old. And so if I didn't get all of that, and here I am now as an adult, just wanting to treat myself better, I cannot expect to feel amazing about life in two weeks when it was, you know, 15, 20 years, I didn't get it. Like you have to have the willingness as an adult that this is a journey. Give yourself a year or two to just just begin to breathe. Um, and that was really helpful for me to not put this unhealthy expectation and pressure on myself that, well, you're gonna, you're gonna get this, you're gonna feel better in, in a few weeks or maybe a month or two. That's that is that's insane thinking. This is still, I'm still uh, in the process of ongoing and healing myself and talking life and spirit into myself. And I will be an ongoing journey, you know, for the rest of my time here. Oh, I love that, Elliot. Thank you. And I love that conversation because it is, it's an evolutional process. You'll be like, oh, yes. and, 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 and I, there's, yes, there's a word that I, it popped into my head years ago from radio. And I think you'll enjoy this. It's having the CCs in life, compassionate curiosity for yourself and others. Isn't mm. that because you're compassionate? I love that. Right? Isn't that juicy? Oh, yes. That's one of my tools. It's having the CCs in life. It's compassion and get curious because it takes the the sting out of said situation, right? Yes. Yes. Talk to me about your journey. At, and this this was and still is, it will always be um trusting myself again because you had said that word and and how yeah. do i how do i not make those mistakes again how do i meaning how do i trust myself how do i gain that trust and then also reestablishing a self love for me and then finding tribes and friendships that not enable but support that not based on the old self oh my goodness uh <laughs> Yeah, you asked, you just you asked so many amazing things in a row. So um, let me try. I'll try. So trusting myself is a process. That's something. Full disclosure. Today, I still am learning how to build the most authentic relationships and professionally to to choose people that really support me and want me to win. Personally, I think I'm I've grown more in that arena. You know, I um. When I look at the people that are in my life today, um, people that I did not necessarily grow up with, but really feel like brothers and sisters, people that, here's one thing I learned in life, that um, you have to have people in life that will be honest with you. If you just surround yourself- Not enable. Yes, if you just surround yourself with a bunch of yes people, those are really not people that want you to grow. Those are people that actually would prefer you stay the same so you won't ever challenge their growth. Exactly. And so- I have people in my life today personally that will absolutely just say, I love you enough to say this to you. 
Yes. And um, that's been very helpful. Professionally, I'm definitely still growing in that arena. Um, I've grown. That's an animal in itself, too, within the song. Oh, Listen. Yeah. All right. Bless it. We're just going to send some yep. love and blessing to it. That's yeah. <laughs> and I, I receive it and I need it. Yeah. And, um, and I'm growing in that. And then... Um, yeah, I, I should have taken notes. You said uh, like at least six. Oh, I know row, I but, did. I just yeah. got so excited. That's okay. Yeah. Um, the author. So yes, the CCs, but also something for me, Elliot. And Elliot, we're talking to Elliot Poppin in his latest book. It's a memoir. It's Circle, and um, I, I love I love the conversation and the journey that you take your readers through. And it is a memoir, guys. So you're going to hear his story. And, and at the top of the hour, he was talking about how cathartic it was. But then he, he explains his situation. And then at the end, he writes a letter to himself, whether it's forgiveness. You know, all of it is a mirror and, and an acceptance and a forgiveness and, and release, right? And, and I think that's so, so beautiful. Um, trusting in self, the new tribe we just spoke to, and finding what that looks like. And I know for myself, it was... Um, because I'm a recovering people pleaser and I'm a natural nurturer. And I love that part about me. Right. So mm. putting up boundaries when I was the giver and they were the taker. And then all of a sudden, all these people went away and I'm like, what, what did I do wrong? What happened? Right. Yeah, you, it's like, yes. So yeah. it's, it's again, trust. And then you're like, well, how does that tell me that I'm trusting myself? What they're leaving me, you know? So you have this drunk monkey in your head. So that's where I was going with how do how do you trust how do you trust yourself and the new self as an as your evolution and building that self love and resilience within yourself right? Mm. You did it again. You, you I did. I of, was just talking. Uh, you don't I'm, have to answer. I'm, just talk. <laughs> no, but I really want to. So I, I want to talk about being a mirror. But um, uh. I, the first thing I'm going to say is the phrase that was described to me. That was very helpful is this idea of God's protection. So I think because of my past and being a child, a child who had been abused for many years, being a people pleaser, I, I was stellar at that. And I mean, I, I think I got a degree in, in oh. people pleasing. And so I think what I realized for me was in my thinking, because um, we can say we want people in our lives to help and to nurture us and to help us grow. But if we go through life just hanging on for dear life like this, it's really hard to let people in. So the phrase of God's protection, why it was so powerful for me, was this idea of if something doesn't work out, if a person goes, my initial reaction would be like, but why? But I don't want, I want that, that to stay or I want that opportunity or I want my song to go over there, you know, whatever the thing is. If you have the willingness to say, maybe there's a bigger picture here. Maybe there's a reason why. Yep. Maybe the reason in this moment why it's happened to me, maybe it's not even my business to know why in the moment. Maybe all I have to do is show up each day to life, be the best version of Elliot I can be, share my gifts and treat people well, and then completely let go of the results. Mm-hmm. Now that, that's a kicker. And, uh, I mean, I used to curse like a sailor and I'm not going to, but it's, it's one of those. Yes, it is. And, um, and that's been um, so transformative. Once you start to realize that life is, is a game. And funny enough, one of my favorite books is right over there. It's called the game of life. It was written in the 1920s by Florence Shin. 
and it, it's 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 like my my book of mantras it's amazing but um the other thing i was going to bring up is the idea you said of um a mirror that was really helpful for me to see too thinking about like why this bad thing happened to me i think everything in life is a mirror and it's really easy for us to look at the great things we do in life like i just lost 30 pounds or i'm in a loving relationship i just got my second um raise at my job in a year we can look at those things in life and be like go me i did that however when it's the challenging things in life, like I haven't been on a date in six years. I, um, and I, I'm someone whose weight has fluctuated a lot in life. So I, I use that as an example. I've been uh, 50 pounds overweight and I, I haven't been to the gym in four years where I just got fired for my last four jobs. It's hard for us to look at the challenging things in life and say, yay, I did that too. But if we're willing in the moment to, what, what are the lessons? Why does this keep happening to me? And, and realize that you do have a part in, in possibly the change of that energy and that behavior. I think that's when life really begins for us. Yes, absolutely. And it, for me and the language that I use, Elliot, it's not that it's happening to me. It's happening for me. It is an mm. evolutional process, right? And then in that moment, I choose my initiation, in that moment, whether it's a conversation, whether it's somebody running a red light in front of me, it's my initiation to stay in my heart, stay in love for myself and for the others and to have that compassion. It's, it's I just, this is such a juicy conversation. Okay, so I can see we've, we're running, we've got about, we're about 828. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Um, we come back, we're going to talk some more with Elliot Poppett and his latest book and I, I think there's going to be some more circle and it's his memoirs and it's letters to himself it's absolutely beautiful and i'm really really enjoying this conversation we're going to come right back and with that we're going to take a quick commercial break we're going to see you live on youtube see you. all aboard all aboard This is Dr. Joe Dispenza. I wanted to take a moment and let you know about a nonprofit organization called Give to Give. The Give to Give Foundation was created by a group of people who have studied my work or have participated in my workshops around the world. And by applying the principles of mind over matter and the mind-body connection, they've created outstanding changes in their lives or in their health, and they wanted to give back. The organization is dedicated to providing the proper resources to those people in need to gain the opportunity to learn exactly how to change their body or their lives. If you want to learn more about the Give to Give Foundation, or you know someone that needs help, or you simply want to make a donation, visit GiveToGive.com. Those who give don't always know how to love. Those who love always know how to give. Thank you. During the COVID-19 pandemic, it's important to take steps to help stop the spread. 
Follow five tips to help protect yourself and others. One, wear a mask. Two, practice social distancing. Stay at least six feet apart from others. Three, wash hands with soap and water. Four, if you have symptoms, stay home. Five, get vaccinated as soon as you can. Together, we can help stop the spread. Hey guys, Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. Yes, that's positive radio to feed your soul. You know what? Give me 20 minutes and I'm going to give you a lifetime of change. Learn to manage your mind. It's just you, just version 2.0. You hear me say it on the radio, new thoughts, new ideas, new perspective, and it's a new you. Let's have a conversation and stop your spinning. 206-300-2227. Alternative Talk 1150. It's good for what ails you. This statement has not been evaluated by the FDA. Picking, picking at my battle scars. Wondering, wondering, wishing why. Running, running from a broken Oh, beautiful. Welcome back, Radio World. If you are just tuning in, well, you guys missed a great top of the hour and a good conversation. Wow. (laughs) Welcome to Sueville. It's it's all right here. Open heart, Sufi. Sufiness? Oh, Benny, I have a new word. Oh, Oh, write it down. Write it down. Don't forget it. (laughs) Just like a Benny for your thoughts. Welcome back, you guys. Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. Thank you so much for tuning in live. And if you're catching us on the podcast, thank you very much. Give us a big, fat five-star rating. We'd love to hear from you. If you would like to get Elliot's book, which you should, because it's very inspiring, very educational. I almost said vegetational. I've got all these words. See my It is. It's vegetational. It is. (laughs) Who wants to start a garden right now? I do. I I, I, I do. Yeah. (laughs) It's your garden of life, right? Pull those weeds yes. out, brother. Pull yes, those weeds is. out. Elliot Popkin, Circle. It's his memoirs. You guys have got to check out this book. It's absolutely delightful. Hold that bad boy up. Whoa. There she is. Stones. Okay, so wait a minute, Elliot. Talk to me about the stones. Is there something about the... Yes. Um, so um, the reason uh, we opted for uh, this specific cover is I think in life, um, often... We want to grow and we don't know the next leap in life. We don't know how long of the leap it's going to be. And we don't know how big the stone or the place is that is for us to land. Um, But we're willing to take the leap. And if we are willing in life to do that repeatedly, eventually we will find a moment in life where we feel full, like it's a full circle completed. And that was one of my, wishes in life i always just wanted to feel full and so uh that's uh where the idea for that came from that's beautiful i like that a lot that's awesome so the circle letter.com audience the circle letter.com get yourself a copy of the book check out all this stuff online send them a little love note ask them questions the circle letter.com demonstrate your love and appreciation for yourself and others. How did you 
get to that point through vulnerability and trusting yourself that you could show up that way in front of the tribe of people through your walk and transformation? Yes, uh, Sue, wonderful question. Uh, very imperfectly. One, once I realized that I wanted to have freedom and practice grace in life, I realized, uh, let me just be a student of life. I think um, going back to that defense mechanism I used to do, of I'm fine, I'm fine, I don't need your help. So what would the opposite of that be? Let me just show up each day willing to share my gifts and not having to know what it's going to look like and let my life just begin to be a demonstration, truly. Um, Let it just be practice. Let it begin to be a game. And once I started doing that, I was amazed at um, the shift. And the, the biggest shift I can see even today is who's in my life. Uh, the people um, that really care about me enough to uh, be honest with me in an encouraging way, be so supportive, be encouraging. Um, that is what has helped me to feel those things for myself. Another thing that I do throughout the day is when um, if I hear a phrase or in one of my favorite books, I um, it sounds crazy to people, but that's okay. I can be crazy. In my um, phone, I have affirmations throughout the day that I set as appointments. So 9 a.m. is thy will be done this day. Um, 9.15, God, I'm going to see. Moment? What do you do in that moment? You take a moment and really feel into that and believe it. Because that's important. Affirmations yes. alone does not do it. You've got to take a breath and you've got to feel in it and believe it. Yeah, I literally pause. And that's one of the things that I realized was helpful that I can be like, if I pray and meditate during the day or whatever anyone's practice is, I can feel like I'm so spiritually in tune. And then something happens by 1045, you get a bad phone call or one of those people in life just <laughs> piss you off. Uh-huh. And then you realize there's your oh, lesson. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. All my energy is just depleted. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, I, I learned that love for ourselves. There's not a limit. I used to have all these limitations. And if I can choose to have moments throughout the day where I feel grounded and supported, and there's no limit to that. And that was really helpful to me. And that's what um, the affirmations um, were just quiet moments of reflection. So if I do get, uh, have a bad meeting or a bad (laughs) phone call or read a, a challenging email at 1045, cool. At 1045, I'll give myself five minutes to just, be pissed off, but I'm not going to let it affect me throughout the day. And I'm not going to pretend that it didn't piss me off and then hold a resentment. And then months later, you're still mad at this person and they legit don't even know why. And you've given your power away. You've given your energy away. I think that's so important. That is the refractory period. That is when you can sit in awareness. Sorry, I've got a tickle in my throat. When you can sit in that awareness, witness it, be aware of it, honor it, which isn't always the juicy part of things. I mean, love and joy and jumping in mud puddles and all that, that's fun. But when you get into the muck of it and you got to sit in it, it's not always fun, but you've got to honor that because that's what's going to get you through it. Don't, don't diminish yourself. Don't hide it away. Don't say, oh, I'm fine. Right? Yes. Because <clears throat> I, 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 I did that for years. I was great at that. Let's talk. Okay. This, this is super juicy, Elliot. Let's talk about that contrast because 
I know for myself, when you're in it, you're in it and you don't know what you don't know, right? So if you talk to the audience and our listeners about the contrast of what that looks like. So demonstrating the the feeling that you ultimately want to get to, which you talked about the top of the hour, which was freedom, that, mm-hmm. that, that freedom of self. So the contrast of that is control, resentment, fear, right? Yes. Um, I think writing, uh, is what really helped me begin that process. I, uh, to my credit, when I was really struggling and it's crazy to think now you're on public assistance, you're sleeping on your friend's couches, cars get repoed, all your properties are gone. You know, you would think I would have woken up to just feel, you know, what within me is not working here. And so it did looking back, I feel like it took quite a bit of time to just realize, oh my goodness, a lot of things have to change here. And um, I think for each of us, excuse me, that's a noisy truck. I think for each of us, um, our journeys, the concept and power of time is really different for each of us. I can look back and say, gosh, I wish I just understood how much I was hurting myself sooner. I didn't know that it was decades of this misalignment towards love and freedom. Um, but I did have to go through whatever I had to go through to get to this place. And um, if the listeners have a willingness to just just a one paragraph or one, one page of writing to who you were at 11, who you were at 20, and just saying, here's all the things that I feel about you and I appreciate about you, and maybe you don't know these. And then for me, I legit felt like the 11-year-old heard stuff that he didn't get to hear and it did make a difference it made a huge difference because i began this process of really making amends with myself in my past oh i love that you know what comes up for me i and and i I don't know if this is okay or not but i i uh, there's times and and aspects of my life like when i was 10 or when i was 18 i have i have no memory of it Mm. like I know that there was trauma and I know that there was stuff and I have, I have brought it up. I felt it. Although, you know, I hear these people, Oh, when I was 10 and a half summer of 10 and I was doing, I'm like, I have to stop and think. And sometimes there isn't a memory there. And I'm like, okay. So if there isn't one, it tells me go in there, love it. And if it comes, it, if the memory comes, it comes. And if it doesn't, right. it doesn't. Right. Because that's yeah. the expectation and the control. I'm like, I don't want that. I'm just going to go in there and love the experience regardless. Um, so I love what you're saying. Audience, I want to make sure that you heard that. Who were you at 10, 12, 13, 20, 8, whatever it is, go back and love and appreciate. And I think that that demonstration of love and appreciation should be done all the time, right? Agreed. Agreed. All the time. And I said, you were talking about, you set calendar reminders for affirmations. I set calendar reminders at 111-222-444-555. And I set them up. Are you in your heart? Are you expressing love for yourself and others? The CCs in life, compassionate curiosity, right? And I feel into those moments and take accountability and responsibility if I'm not, obviously, right? Or if I'm on my pity pot and feeling sorry for myself, I got to shift things up, right? And you're choosing angel times. I am, always. All right. Good for you. Um, yeah. I love I, I love that. Um, 
just the checking in with yourself. Because again, I just, I don't think we're not trained to do that. We're trained to be these, um, I'm, I'm working 16 hours a day. And to that person, I would say, um, do you love what you're doing? Because, you know, that would be my first, <laughs> that would be my first question. If that was a business client, um, chances are they may not, but um, that's a whole nother uh, dialogue. But um, I love this idea of, um, I think we forgot that it's okay to check in with ourselves. And for me, um, I, oh, man, I was like the king of resentments. And here's the thing, like oh, I can right? absolutely, I can look at my childhood and if I wanted to, I can justifiably be angry about it for the rest of my life. And no one, no one would necessarily say you don't deserve that. However, I think if we see our lives as a journey, as opposed to not a destination, like we don't have to get all these things in life thinking that it's going to make us feel better because actually none of those things necessarily do. But if we think of ourselves as an unfolding of Mm -hmm. self, and especially as men, I I don't think this is curated or, or, or taught or demonstrated to us, but that you are, you are ever evolving and you're just growing into the king or queen that you truly are. Um, that's when I think the magic and the freedom of life begins. Ah, again, back to that contrast, releasing the expectation and the control. I don't want that in my body. I don't want the resentment that comes with that. I don't, I just, and I don't want that in my tribe's body either. And that goes Mm. to the conversation and the accountability conversation, right? I love you enough. This relationship is important enough to me that I'm, I'm not going to show up that way. And I'm certainly not going to allow you to, to enable yourself or, you know, and doing mental check-ins, energetic check-ins with one another. I'm going to remind everybody who we're talking to, Mr. Elliot, the circleletter.com audience. Did you catch that? The circleletter.com for all of those on YouTube, hold up the book, Elliot. That was like the segue. Whoop. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I should hold it up again, but here we go. I love it. Do, do, please. Thank you. I love it. And actually, you get your own um, circle bookmark, too. Check that out. Oh, I love it. Oh, brilliant. Thank you. And I'm excited to get my signed copy. See, that's why. Because you have to sign it and give me some love notes and bumps. That's That's why. That's right. That's it. That's it. The circleletter.com. Making peace with your past, breaking free and welcoming more freedom. We talked about that big fat word freedom at the top of the hour. What does that look like? What does that feel like in your body? Well, we talked about that too. And you, if you missed it, you got to go back and listen because it was good juicy stuff. <laughs> we also talked about those beautiful stones and what those represent on the cover of the book. And I think that is absolutely beautiful. It's a metaphor for life, right? Yes. And, and choosing choosing forgiveness, choosing yourself and not holding on to those resentments, right? I think that's that, and and recognizing and everything in what I teach, first and foremost, you have to have the awareness. That's a number one, you have to have the awareness because, and and I, we talked about this too, Elliot, that yes, sure, we can be in denial, (laughs) which we've done. We can be in self-sabotage for years and that's all part of denial, right? But if you have the awareness and you don't have your head in the sand, that's when the the real work begins. And it's big work to stay in that heightened awareness. It's totally different. Your nervous system is going to go, 
mm, that doesn't feel right. That doesn't, I well, no, mm. it doesn't because you're not used to that. This is the new you evolving, right? Right. Uh, I can, so- I can relate to that concept so much because, um, sometimes in life we hang on so hard just so we don't have to change and oh. change is scary. Uh, it's different and it's, it's growth and it's automatically, as you said, it's so, it's such a quick new feeling of being uncomfortable. And um, what I, I think one of the things that was really helpful for me was I realized, wait a second, I've been uncomfortable for decades. I just was used to that. So if this feels different from that, that's probably a really good thing. Oh, that's what was say really that again. That was brilliant. That was brilliant. I know. I have no idea what I said. No, I said um, what I realized was I was uncomfortable for a very long time. And if this feels different from that, then it's probably a really good thing. Ah, oh, that's an Elliot-ism right there. There's, there's... I, I hope there's some Elliot-isms out there. <laughs> yes, I received that. That, that yeah. is an Elliot-ism right there. Yes. All right. We have been talking to Elliot and his latest memoir uh, and uh, book, his his baby um, circle and writing letters. There's so many little pearls of wisdom that I have received from you. And um, I'd like just to take a minute to hold space and appreciate you, Elliot, and for stepping into the ring and, and showing up with the big, brave work, because we all know it's it's uncomfortable it, although you when you decide to take accountability and responsibility for one's life and choosing love over the contrast of fear and doubt and resentment and change there's an evolution and there's there's some brave work to be said and to be <laughs> to walk through that fire right so thank you and thank you for being the thank example you. to other people men women children right i received that thank you You're I, I really appreciate that i um I uh, probably want to hear that more often from people. And um, yeah, I think um, I just keep trying to appreciate that I'm ever evolving. And um, moments like this are really what uh, keep me wanting to, to keep on the train and keep going. Right. Yeah. And having yeah. And having deep conversations like this that really inspire and not because and this is how I see life and conversation I'm I we're mirrored to each other I'm learning just as much right and something you said I'm like oh I was meant to hear that okay I've got to go noodle I got to go process I got to go figure that out ah yeah I needed to hear that again right and it's those initiations those moments of initiation so having love for yourself having the cc's in life the compassionate curiosity Let's get back to the book, Circle, the thecircleletter.com. Please go check out his memoir and um, write a letter to yourself. I love that, Elliot. And I love that you wrote your memoir, but then I, I, and I keep going back to this because it's so poignant and so important. And we talk about going back to our past self and forgiving, going into that moment of the little girl or the little boy and really going into that feeling and forgiving where this is it's like journaling going back writing it because pen to paper versus typing i think pen to paper for me is hands down the best i i'm so old school that way i don't know it's because i'm an 80s kid or what i don't know but i love it i have to have pen to paper 
Mm. And to write, go back to who you were, like you were saying just a few minutes ago, whether it's 10, 13, 18, 20, write to that beautiful soul, forgiveness, love, acceptance. I love it. It's like offering people your, your book. And there's been a theme here. It's like giving people the permission. Yes. The permission. I think that we, um, we don't know how much quicksand there is in our lives um, until something kind of shocks us out of it. Maybe it's, um, I've heard from some people when they had a huge health challenge that finally made them just finally wake up like, oh, you know what? The way I'm treating myself and the way I'm doing things, it's really not serving my highest good. It's serving, um, I've learned a lot about vibration and energy. You know, if we want to just stay in life here, there's a lot of things we should do every day and a lot of things we should not do every day because we don't want to get past this point. But if we want to just explode and see all that the universe has for us, that's when, um, I mean, I just think of the things that I do every day now. We were talking about, you know, the reminders we have in our yeah. phones. My my to-do list, if there is one today, is so different. It's so different. And another thing I think- and well, area, wait, Let's and, address that. Let's oh. go to that because it's so different because you are living in a different frequency. You're living from a yeah. different state of mind, right? Yeah. And you're, Very you're much so. choosing, you're choosing that lifestyle versus letting the life choose you and then being resentful because it didn't work out. Right. Yeah. I, and I was, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like being, I used to be very reactionary in life. And um, as a business coach, it's like, if I get this money, Oh my God, I already, I already know there's seven fires I have to put out. I got to pay rent, got to pay the car now, got to pay insurance. And then all of a sudden you're left with 20 bucks for the next week. Um, so that's a, an example quickly of being reactionary with money, but as opposed to just thinking life's just throwing all these things at you and all you're doing is just trying to bob and weave as opposed to sitting peacefully. Like what does the universe um, ask of me today? And so my schedule looks so different. Um, I'm not working for someone else 14 hours a day, making them a boatload of money and I'm making some, I, um, how I schedule my professional life and my personal life, it's very free and open. And um, I think that's what's been so healing for me. It's really like living your life as a demonstration every day of that. Living, living your life as a demonstration and choosing, choosing, being accountable, responsible. Yes. I'm going to share something with you. We've got a few more minutes. We were talking about keeping, and you were talking about vibration and the audience knows this and has seen this and, and I work in energy work and it's, ah. I, I love all of it. It's, it's all a frequency. So my language for myself, Elliot is staying above the line, above the line in love and compassion and gratitude. And I wanted to have a reminder for myself, similar to the times on the calendar where it pops up, you know, those pop-up re- reminders. Yeah. And this is, this was another great analogy and example for me to go back within myself. I'm like, well, you know, for years I thought about a tattoo and how can I make it? So it's really meaningful and special and will resonate for years and years. And I'm like, well, what if I have my three daughters draw a heart again, going externally? I'm like, well, what if I go to my two dear friends to draw a heart for me again, externally? I'm like, oh, Sue, you're in the biz. What are you doing? 
you have to write it yourself. So what I did is I wrote in cursive, I love you with a line on the bottom, on, you know, right below it to remind myself, it's my handwriting, my cursive, I love you to stay above the line in love and gratitude. Ah. And then I'm always doing the I love you sign language. You can see that back here, but yeah. yeah. Isn't that beautiful? So it's another reminder and I can't get that wrong because it's my cursive writing, right? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I think that's great. It's so funny you brought up tattoos because I do feel like if I get one, I have friends with that have like 80 tattoos. If yeah. I get one, I'll have 50 within in the year. And I still have never gotten one, but I, I know that if I do get one, I'd like, I love the idea that it's, 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 as you just expressed, it's a life that you're creating. And I think we each need to know that we have the permission to do that. And sometimes we can forget, but if there's anything I'd like, People to know is that it's it's your life you have the permission to to go back and that's what the letters helped me too maybe if you wanted to be a famous basketball player at 16 and you're 38 now so to be real that might not happen it doesn't mean you can't create the love in your life today you can coach you can be of service to other people you can still play in a league there's so many things you can do to still feel the fire it doesn't have to 100 go away ever Oh, I love that. All right. We're wrapping it up, guys. Elliot Popkin, I'm going to remind all of you where to get his book, thecircleletter.com. It's all about his letters. Well, it's, it's cathartic. I love it. You guys, if you missed what the stones mean on the cover, you got to go back and listen because it's super juicy and yummy. Please listen. Please listen and go to the website, thecircleletter.com. Elliot, this has been an absolute treat and delight. So juicy. I love this conversation. Thank you so much for stepping in the rink and doing the brave work. We're, we're in it together, right? My pleasure, indeed. I love the conversation. It's uh, truly a pleasure to be here. So thank you to you both. You're so welcome. All right, guys. Remind all of you, thecircleletter.com, thecircleletter.com. Elliot Poplin, you've got to go and check it out. Letters to my younger self. Please hear this. If, if this is a podcast world, please give us a five-star rating. I'd love to hear from you and go to supersuitcares at gmail.com. Of course, my website to get a copy of the radio show, which is suelonquist.com forward slash newsletter. All right, you guys, I will see you next week. Elliot, thank you so much. Until next week, each of you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself with the world. If you like the show, help more people find us by adding your review of the show on iTunes. The more reviews we get, the more people we can reach with this inspiring message on the Gratitude Cafe. Simply search for Gratitude Cafe in iTunes, hit subscribe, and add your honest review. It would help us immensely and we'll be forever grateful one of the best ways you can give back to the show with your review. Thanks for tuning in to the Gratitude Cafe. Don't forget, every week is a new show and you could submit your questions at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. The show goes live at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time in Seattle on Seattle's Alternative Talk AM 1150. You can also call in to the show at 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Find the live streaming link at sulundquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. We'll see you next week.